Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Baywatch podcast. My name is Dave Kirst, I am your current host, and I'm just going to quickly explain what we do. We are watching the classic 90s TV series Baywatch one episode at a time. As ever, I've got my podcasting pal Rich with me. Hello. He's very excited to be here. I'm really excited. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good episode. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit different. And joining us, very special guest, is our friend Kate. Hi, Kate. Hello. Thanks for doing this for us. I'm very excited to be here. I, I bet. I bet. <laughs> Before we get into the episode, let's just see, what was your history of Baywatch? Are you a, a big fan or are you kind of like me and Rich and didn't really watch the first series? So this is all very new to you. Oh, this is this is all very, very new to me. I think any episodes of Baywatch that I did watch at the beginning or when it was aired initially were much later series. I was... Uh always out doing other things at the weekend so I never got to watch this gladiators was about as much as I could uh, I could squeeze in on a Saturday before going off and doing other things and also I spent a lot of time at my dad's at the weekend and they didn't have a they had a black and white tv that you needed to like oh, yeah. tune in with a with a radio dial even in even in the the early 90s so yeah Baywatch would have been completely not yeah Baywatch in black and white would be very different I bet they do an episode in black and white Dave I bet there's a, a bet an episode of Baywatch which is like a noir yeah and we'll, we'll get there one day and it'll be a black and white <laughs> episode like Mitchell hit his head or something and he'll wake up in like 1950s Baywatch it's gonna happen if not we should make it happen at the beginning when we first started this I would say I reckon that might happen but slowly as time's gone on I don't think that's gonna happen Rich I think we're here for the long yeah. slog now of of just it's a bit too sophisticated for the writers at this time yes yeah i think so there's gonna be no sing-along episodes are there there's just it's just gonna be people getting saved from the water and weird peculiar murderers and and weird dreams so should we should we try and get started on this one shall i read the imdb uh bio yeah i do because i've got a bone to pick with this blurb this is where it starts getting weird for me so, right at the beginning. <laughs> Here's the blurb, everyone. Enjoy. A scary master serial killer, popularly called the Night Puncher, who roams the beach at night, targets a local senator. Motherly Gina takes care of Eddie after he gets his wisdom teeth pulled, which makes him have an Oedipal wet dream. Any questions? So many questions. <laughs> but the first one being... <laughs> <laughs> no one in this episode calls him the Night Puncher. No. Who has come up with that? Because that is not in this episode at all. He doesn't roam the beach particularly. <laughs> you know, he targets specific people mm-hmm. <laughs> and not the Night Puncher. Because no. I've watched this so many times thinking, why is he called the Night Puncher? And nobody calls him that. He's called the Night Puncher because he punches Eddie at night. <laughs> that's where it comes from, right at the beginning. That's it. That is very true. That is it. You're right. That's the, nothing no, to do none, with his murdering. None of, none of the murders actually have anything to do with punching. <laughs> it should be like stab a backer oh, or stab in the back or something yeah. like that. I mean, even the Night Puncturer would be a better, you know. <laughs> it makes absolutely no reference to the title. I know I know the titles of these shows don't make any reference to the to the uh, no. to the actual content. Although I, I I did look up the term cretin or cretin of it and just thought, you know, that's Oh yeah. Better. And actually um what do you mean? cretin is a, a medical term for someone who's physically deformed and has learning difficulties because they have thyroid problems. So it's actually it's actually like a medical term, which is why you definitely would not use that term now. No. I don't so. think you'd have used it then. Baywatch is famous for its titles meaning having nothing to do with the show. Mm. But, I mean, this could almost, almost have something to do with the show, apart from 
no shallows, no 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 cretin, cretin. Like, no. <laughs> like you almost think like you know are we le- are they leading us down a path here? But no, they're, they're, no, as usual, we're just overthinking it. I was just overthinking it, like I do all the time with Baywatch. Shall we even get to the second part of this, the Edipal wet dream, which also doesn't, far as I can tell, doesn't happen. Well, it doesn't happen because he's not asleep. But I, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I thought this was quite a funny t- storyline. Oh yeah, that was that was the the humorous storyline. Well, what was it? I thought the Shawnee storyline was the humorous storyline. I don't know. I've written down, because there's three storylines again, isn't there? And I've written down the Night Puncher. No, let's be clear, Dave. There there are two half stories and one quarter of a story, if we're lucky. There are are not three (laughs) storylines. I would say the Wet Dream one's a bit more than a half. I was being polite. But I've written the Night Puncher, (laughs) Wet Dream and Stalker. Is that what we've all got? Yeah, those are our three stories, whether we like it or not. And as ever, completely, last week has no relevance to whatever's happening in this week. So let's no. not, So Shawnee's fine again. And Trevor's back at the club, not in his red shorts anymore. I mean, that shocked me more than anything else. Why is Trevor not a proper lifeguard anymore? What's he done? It was a weird episode for people people popping up for like one little scene cameos, wasn't it? Because Captain Fort was in it as well. No Hobie, thank God for that. So that's... <sighs> This is already a good episode in my books. So where do you want to get started, people? Should we start on the, the Shawnee one and do the Night Puncher last? Or do you want to do the Night Puncher first? Or the Wet Dream first? It's up to you. I'm not bothered. <laughs> where do you fancy it? Yeah. Should we just get the Shawnee one out of the way? Because I, I actually found it a bit creepy. The rest, the other two are a bit entertaining, but this was, this was just a bit creepy. So, essentially... What happens is uh, a, a <laughs> supposed kid, I think he's supposed to be a kid, right? Because yeah. Shawnee says, when I was his age, has, has, has some sort of crush on Shawnee and hangs around her tower a lot, which is weird. It turns out that he's only doing it for a bet in the end. He's basically just trying to get a kiss from Shawnee and then get some money Hilarious. from his mates. However, this kid that's doing this, who's supposed to be younger than Shawnee, I looked it up because he does not look younger than Shawnee and he's the actor is a year older than the actress that plays Shawnee. So he's not a child. <laughs> it would be fine if it was someone like Hobie's age. I mean, even then it would still yeah. be creepy. But he's basically the same age as her. It's... it's it, it's creepy. It's very creepy because he's, tra- he's trying to be all like... Oh, I'm all innocent, and I'm just you know I'm just joshing you, and know, I'm, I'm being a romantic, and and you know I want I want your attention, and I'm doing all of this, and isn't it isn't it obvious? So I'm so innocent, but his face is really that I'm I'm really trying to get you. I'm, it's, it's really sinister, actually. <laughs> yeah. And the, and the bit where he, uh, Shawnee's locking up the the um, lifeguard station, and she turns around, and he's there. She looks absolutely petrified. His face, her face is like, "Oh my god, what are you, what are you here?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm just here. Just happened to be here." Stalking yeah. you. That, Stalking the, you. The creepy bit is him, yeah, hiding in the lifeguard tower. That's that was it for me. I was like, "No, this is too far." Just like yeah. very watch always, it's this it's gone too far now. Let's yeah. roll this back if we can. I do. There's a good line in it though. Jill confiscates his balls, which is nice. I quite like that one because <laughs> he's playing golf on the beach. Because you know, like, his sand that's clever <laughs> on a crowded beach, and then nearly kills Shawnee with a golf ball. Just a waste of time. But, yeah, story, good, though, good old Jill. It was yeah, complete waste of time. Complete waste of time. It was a good excuse for a 
pervy montage though, wasn't it? Oh yes, they love a pervy shorty montage. So, so yeah, just, just was, the same shot. I guess of that's her why they put that in there. The same crowd over and over again. Yeah, Baywatch montage, standard Baywatch montage. Can't afford more than three shots, oh. so let's just keep using them. <laughs> and they slow mo everything. Yep. Uh, yeah. Just to really extend it and make everything a little bit longer. So they really have to fill out whatever it is, the 46 minutes or mm. whatever we have to sit through. Lots of shots of her feet as well. I don't know whether oh, someone yeah, in the, in the uh, editing suite has a thing about feet. <laughs> Really? I didn't notice that because I hate feet. I'd cut any people's feet off. I'd cut my own feet off if I had a choice. I didn't notice that. They were Some of the shots were the ones they used in the credits as well, so they were really making use of the... This was a good episode for that. It happens with with Gina later as well, doesn't it? uh, Mm. It does, yeah. Or is it Gina? Oh, God. Oh, oh God. God. We'll get on to that. <laughs> Spoiler alert. My least favourite montage in Baywatch history. Oh, really? We have in, a winner? In 10 episodes of Baywatch. Oh, God. It, it's, uh, yeah, it's so awkward. And, yeah, so we'll talk about it later. But, yeah, it's horrible. So, yeah, it turns out this, this kid is uh, is just trying to get a kiss from Shawnee because his mates have bet him that he can't do it, I guess. I don't know. I didn't really get that bit. His name's Greg. But the then way the... that she, she, the way that he does it is that Jill keeps going to Shawnee. You've got to go and talk to him. You've got to go and talk to him, rather than let's let get the police involved and get you know get this guy <laughs> off your back. You've got to go and talk to him, Shawnee. So she goes and she goes. Well, you've got to you've got to stop practicing your golf on the beach. Oh, I'll I'll stop <laughs> doing it if you give me a kiss. Oh, all right then. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> Would that work in real life? I've never tried it myself. I don't know. Well, I don't think so. But I don't look like a 30-year-old man when I was meant to be 17. <laughs> I looked like I was about 14 when I was 18. So Yeah, I was... I was you, you would have been all right, big man. You would have been... No, no, definitely not. I would have been, I would have been far too shy to talk to her. I'd, yeah. <laughs> I'd, have, hit, I'd have hidden in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'd have hidden in the corner and made self-deprecating remarks. <laughs> That'd be my tactic. <laughs> Bless. I thought this storyline, this storyline was going to go somewhere different for a while. I thought it was going to be like the boy who cried wolf. I had I that. that I've got boy who cried wolf on my uh, on my list as well. Yeah, wouldn't that have been so much yeah. better? Like he actually eventually turned into a bit of nearly drowned. Like oh, he's just play acting, and then he drowns obviously and dies, and no one ever mentions it again. <laughs> Has that got too Remember that far, Dave? <laughs> you really wound me up. But yeah, I mean, as usual, like we could have written that better. You know, yes. That's, that, in hindsight, we could have made Baywatch better. I was just saying, I kind of recognised him. I don't know where yeah. from because he's not been in anything. But no, I don't know where I recognise him from. He's in like later nineties, early two thousands, like horror flicks or teenage horror. Yeah. Flicks. So he's, I looked has, him up earlier. Has hmm. had a longer acting career than just being the stalker on uh, the quarter storyline on Baywatch. <laughs> they definitely made him shave his uh, chest for this, didn't they, as well? And his face to make him look younger. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Jill confiscated his balls. That's all we need to know from this storyline. <laughs> Pretty much. And Jill's in it. Oh, the punch... She's the Sorry, the punchline. We forgot the punchline, didn't we? Which is that his mates then double or quits bet him that he can't kiss Jill. They're like, good luck with that one, mate. <laughs> yeah. Jill's not going to give in that easily. That's what I've learned from this. going to hit you over the head with her float thing. (laughs) (laughs) She is vicious. Right, yeah, that is literally one of the the storylines. It was completely pointless and rubbish. There's no point. It was totally filler, wasn't it? Again, 
the female characters did very little. <laughs> That's it. We could have just copied and pasted that from like three episodes ago, couldn't we, really? <laughs> this is a pointless storyline. <laughs> female characters did nothing. It involves Sean and Jill. <laughs> Well, yeah. there was there was a link a link between uh, Shawnee and Jill having the conversation on the the lifeguard station, and then Jill with another storyline oh, discovering the body. There oh, was, yeah. Yeah. but you, so she, there was a point yeah. of it. There was a point of it, yeah. And she knew she came up and she was, I'm going for a workout, and you knew it, she wasn't on duty because she was wearing a blue swimsuit, not a red swimsuit. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm going, I'm going for see? a workout, which just meant I'm going for a swim. You know. yeah. You've got this show all down already. Yeah. You know, you've, you've already got it. Uh, lifeguards are off duty if they're not wearing red. If someone doesn't have a tan, they're the bad guy. And if someone wears a jumper on the beach, then they're going to do something stupid. That's yeah. that's the rules of Baywatch. Right. And also, if Jill gets in the water, something bad's going to happen most of the time. She, <laughs> yeah, someone drowns. So yeah. Or she finds Jill a loves body. finding a dead body in the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that is that is it. So. There you go, listeners. That is one of the awful bits of this. But the next two storylines are, I would say, entertaining, and interesting, interesting in different kinds of ways. Because <laughs> one, well, as we've said in the bio, it makes no sense. Do you want to do the wet dream, the weird? Or <laughs> I don't. I really don't want to do that one. <laughs> or shall we? <laughs> Because I don't actually understand the Night Puncher one, so you're gonna guys are gonna explain to me what was going on in. There. So let's get the. Can we not call him the? Can we call him Shoe Polish Face instead of the Night Puncher, please? Because that's that's a much better name. I was worried where that was going right at the beginning. <laughs> I thought we were like, oh, he's gonna black himself up, and it's not gonna be good. Which he did, but not for that reason. That's no. true, and thank God. <laughs> But uh, and also, I'm looking at a picture of this guy. We might as well do it now because we're talking about it. This guy, yeah. I- I'm looking at a picture, and he's—is it a skull he's painted on his face? Yeah. So Eddie, Eddie says he says, uh, "Oh, the face was painted like a dead guy." Well, no, it was a skull. So he put the face, the shoe polish on to do the the shadows and everything. And I think that's where the cretin comes from. You know, somebody who's deformed. So right. there, there is actually a link with the title uh, of the show. Um, but yeah, it was it wasn't a dope. it was a, it was it was a skull. That's what it was. That's like, what you know, that's... A, a mouldy trench coat and a skull. That was his disguise. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> right. Very so, spooky. So there's a guy <laughs> uh, going around. I'm going to say killing people. Is that a fair enough? Because he, apart from, I don't yeah, know where to so, start. Rich, help me. Help. Well, we don't. We don't know that he's killing people. To, to sort of. To, specifically he's not really a kind of serial killer to start with apart from we've read the blur, the blurb and we know but essentially it starts with, it kicks off with a guy sat in, sat in his boat with some candles putting mm-hmm. shoe polish on his face uh, and then it cuts to a guy in another boat oh, with yeah. a very subtle scene of someone climbing on his boat from a little dinghy thing right and that's victor right that's victor yeah I'm, I'm it took me three that. watches to spot how the night puncher got on the boat <laughs> how did he get there's a little dinghy. There's a shot in like silhouette of, of him in a dinghy getting on the boat. Like it's a really brief shot. You, it took me three goes to find to watch it. So I was like, "How did he get on the boat? Did he swim? What's he doing? How did he get out there?" I have a question already. Then so okay. when he when he comes back from the boat on his little dinghy, yeah. wouldn't he go back to where he came and not to the beach where Eddie is? Well, this is my question. What's he doing on the beach? Where's his dinghy? What's going on? <laughs> 
Anyway, he killed. There's a guy called Victor playing chess on the boat with someone else over a radio. Why this is happening, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they're in some sort of like lockdown and they can't be in the same place at the same time. I, I, I don't know. I think it's, um, it's to show that this guy then, is sinister and he plans. You know, anybody who can play chess and is that interested in chess is a bad guy. Oh, oh I'm and also that looks down. like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Victor looks like Hannibal Lecter. And he's, he's just <laughs> drinking. Is he drinking from like a cup oh. glass, whiskey glass? You know, he is. He he's is got an bad. accent, hasn't oh. he? He's got an accent. He's got an accent, hasn't he? No, the guy on the radio's got an accent. Oh. Yeah, the guy on the radio's got a Russian accent. But yeah, so I think Kate's hit on another one here. Bad guys play chess. That's another Baywatch one. I've written it down. I've written it down. Okay, so <laughs> he's on. He's playing chess with someone else that has no relevance to the rest of the storyline, right? Yep. yep. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to work that and out then today. He hears it's... something thing up top on his boat. He, he picks up a gun, because that's what people normally have. Let's, let's, I've got about the gun. You know, picks, picks his gun up. Go, it starts to walk up the ladder and then is somehow magically stabbed whilst walking up a ladder. I'm not yeah. sure how that happens. In the back. In the back. <laughs> when, when, uh, Where? When, Where? when Jim, how? Jim finds him, he's, he's, yeah, the stab wound's in the back. There's no blood. I've got another thing. There's, there's definitely no blood because it's Baywatch. We know that. They don't, they don't do blood apart from when someone skins their knee. <laughs> but also, so he's stabbed on his boat, falls down the stairs... And he's dead in the hold of his boat, you know, in the in the hull of the boat. But then the boat is found empty, and he's floating mm-hmm. in the sea. So does the killer climb down into the boat, picks him up, car- carries him up the ladder, and then dumps him in the sea? Why don't you just leave him on the boat for God's sake? And must clean up because they haven't. They don't <laughs> mention the fact that the boat's covered in blood, or that, that obviously somebody's died there. It's just this boat is empty. How yeah, history. I mean, at, at least pick the gun up and shoot a few holes in the boat. So he kind of sinks, maybe. I don't know. Like, just just pick him up. Like People are heavy, and he's got to walk up a ladder yeah. with him and then dump him in the sea. That's pointless, surely. Just leave him on the boat. Anyway, but that's, then that's, what, that's, would, you know, what would there be for Jill to do? tips for murder. <laughs> if, the, if the body was still in the, in the boat, what would there be for Jill to do later on in the episode? That's a really good well, that point. That is true. That is a very good point. What would Jill do? What would Jill do? <laughs> what, um, what could we get Jill to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! So then we cut cut off to Eddie driving around in the in Craig's jeep. I'm going to call it Craig's because he's always in it. Before before, <laughs> can we just go back to the right to the very first scene where where the guy is putting the shoe polish on his face, and 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 mm. this happens every time we see this guy. Did anybody notice the really weird sound effect that sounds a bit like Chewbacca trying to clear his throat? It's like it's like yes. a creepy sound. Oh, I missed that. You have, you're going to have to watch it again. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch it again now. <laughs> I actually quite liked it because it was like an impending doom. Every time you heard that music, you knew something bad was going to happen. Yeah. It's like, I don't know why I'm, I'm comparing it to the music from Jaws because it's on slightly different levels. But yeah, I quite enjoyed it. I actually thought, oh, that's quite interesting sound design. Yeah. And I thought, oh, this might be quite good. But then later on, like a few seconds later, when he punches Eddie, they don't put any sound effect to it at all. No. It's just... No! <laughs> You might as well swing and miss at that. Yeah, uh, exactly the same. There was lit- music, but no sound effects made that the least dramatic thing I've ever seen. It like, was awful. It just killed it. And also, so going back to it, why is he on the beach? He runs past Eddie. So Eddie's driving yep. along in his thing. He runs past Eddie. Why doesn't he keep on running? Why does he stop? What what make what's going through his mind that goes? I'm running away from committing a murder. Maybe, maybe he's rode to the beach, rode to the beach on his little dinghy thing. He's got out his dinghy. He's running up the beach. He sees some. He sees some lights. He's like, oh, a lifeguard. 
why didn't he keep on running? What makes him think, I'll stop and wait for the lifeguard to get out and then I'll punch him? Why? What was the point? <laughs> just ru- maybe, just keep running. Nothing maybe I can he him. forgot his dinghy. I, I don't uh, they don't mention finding a dinghy, do they? So, no, it, they just said he looks... They, well, Eddie's description's pretty rubbish. And... <laughs> He's big and freaky looking. Well, that's that's, that's me in the frame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would be fine. <laughs> yeah, you'll be all right, Dave. <laughs> no one suspects me of murder, ever. What? The, the thing I got from this bit was, was Eddie's in the truck and he gets out of the truck and he's stroking his chin or he's like, hmm, my chinny chin chin kind of thing. And then he gets punched Good in acting. the face and he's still ch- like, oh, oh, that, that, that smarted a little bit. And then later on, after after Mitch gives him some her- herb tea, just like Sheldon's <laughs> Big Bang Theory, just you know that must have been where he gets it from. Um, we find out that it's it's not the punch in the face that he's upset about; it's the fact he's got his wisdom teeth are hurting. If he'd been punched in yeah. the face after his wisdom teeth were hurting, he would be in absolute agony. So he, he obviously needs to go back to acting school for for this. Uh, it's going to be one of my questions because I've never had my uh, I've never had my wisdom teeth out or pain. Does it really hurt? Yeah. <laughs> Short answer. Yes. Short answer. Yes. Yes. It, it really does. does. It really, really, really does. Yeah. Yeah. So the, yeah, so the whole the whole later yeah. bit with with uh, Eddie and Gina, where he's like, "Oh, I'm a bit spaced out." I understand the bit spaced out bit, but everything else he would not be able to deal with. Okay. Cool. No. I'm writing that down, Kate. <laughs> cool. When I had to have my, I, I had to have one out because it was going through funny, and the the dentist was like, "Oh, I can take it out now, and it's a hundred pounds." Or you can come back in 18 weeks with a waiting list and it, it'll be free. And I was like, dude, get the pliers. Get out. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> 18 weeks. Yeah, yeah. I, I had to go. Yeah, I bad times. I was like, just shut up and take my money. <laughs> I, I had a, um, I actually went into hospital to get mine out and uh, they didn't put oh, wow. anaesthetic in. And so I actually ended up with a massive like a proper shiner because of the, the, uh, the bruises. Oh, yeah. You probably don't oh want to God. include that bit in the edit, but yeah, it, it really, really. No, is. this is the this is the stuff that makes it personal to people. <laughs> um, I is there a point when oh. they're not a problem anymore? Because I'm now 35 and I've never had a problem. Is that is that? You'll be fine, mate. You'll be right. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, I've had many well, other problems. So yeah, I know. I think you you know the least you can ask for is your wisdom teeth grow through straight, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck it, hell. <laughs> So they're at home. Mitch is there for some reason. Don't know why. At Craig's lovely apartment. Like Kate said, a cup of herb tea seems to answer all their problems. Gardner's there getting the statement. I guess is... so. Not a very useful statement, though. Don't know why he had to do that in person. He can't let the lifeguards do all the work, Dave. He's got to do something. I did spot this episode that he does have a uh, locker at uh, headquarters, at the guy at the um, Baywatch headquarters. So he's, he must be does there he? a lot. Yeah, it says his name on oh, it. I miss that. It's not quite a like prime location where Craig's is because he's love loves his locker, guys. Uh, check out episode three or whatever it was. <laughs> episode one. It was episode one, Dave. <laughs> no, not when he's complaining about his locker. It's when the, it's the heat wave one. Oh, it's the heat wave one. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's true. Oh god, this is they're sad. all blending into <laughs> one now. So he's killed one person. Who does he kill next? Is it the one? Well, that well next. There's the bit at the headquarters with the senator and the captain, whatever his name is, oh, and the captain's yeah, going, yeah. "Oh yes, senator, you're brilliant," and everybody's behind him going, 
he's such he's so full of shit you know he's a bad guy guy because because um because craig supported the other guy if we find out he's I, I don't know whether this has been picked up in a previous episode that he supported the other runner for office um no but... this is baywatch of course it's never no, been mentioned before nothing links kate <laughs> Nothing at all. So the senator is say is 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 there and and he's saying all about oh yeah tourism is important but we've got to help the homeless or something. If we're proper being set up as a bad politician and and oh yeah and Craig is going oh he's not the right one. So you know that Craig is going to be out for his blood kind of. Thing. Craig's always on the right side of the law, isn't yeah. he? He is. Yeah, the good he is. Guy, yeah, yeah. So. Craig's always the good the good guy. And the and the senator reminded me of the mayor for, the mayor of Amityville from Jaws. Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, he's going to want to keep the beaches open in a minute when even there's a serial killer about. <laughs> I bet he does. Which is, which is generally what he's trying to do, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So this guy's name is Senator Hastings. So I've written down. So we now got we've got Victor. We've got Senator Hastings. Right. Okay. I'm building a picture because I really didn't understand it. But the senator's not. We don't know the guys after the senator, they do we? No, at this not point. this stage. Not we, we, this just, we just know we the senator's the a bad guy. Is. He's a bad politician. Does he mention the hotel at this point? He does, doesn't? He? Yeah, I think so. Because he invites them to the opening, doesn't he? Yeah, that's got one of my favourite extras in it. I don't know if we should talk about it now, but there's an old woman when this she, Mitch says "get down," everyone else does, and she kind of doesn't. She's just like, "What's going on?" kind of thing. You should watch it again; it's brilliant. She like looks at she looks at everyone else, then realizes what she's got to do, and then she drops to the floor. She missed the briefing. Oh, oh. oh. It's so good. We'll watch that one later. But the next bit of this story is the. Uh... Is the guy, the older guy, and his secretary, who are having an affair, essentially slash argument. Yes. And I, I, apparently, he's a contractor, right? So he's a builder, and I've never seen a builder in a three-piece seat before. I mean, I don't know, maybe at the races, but like, that's why. Why is he inspecting a building in a suit like that if he's a builder? And also, if he's supposed to be responsible for delivering this contract, why the hell is he going round at the last minute, going, "Well, this is shit." <laughs> This is shit. They haven't done this. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Any contractor worth his salt would have been on the case. Oh, and then, and I've, I've put in here a bit about. Um, I've got a comment. Casual racism. So, oh, the workers are probably not even licensed. They should have been deported. Oh my god! Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. But again, if he's meant to be responsible for, if he's the boss of the 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 workers who've been doing that. He would have been the one who'd been employing these people, not even licensed. Yeah. Ooh. So, Jesus. so obviously he's another bad man because he's yep, looking I've for got, a fast buck. I'm on the, he's on the list. Yep. Yeah. It's got to be only bad people that die. I think in a, in a Baywatch way, isn't it? The only people that get murdered are bad people. So how does this guy get murdered? He gets his neck well, broken and thrown down some stairs. Is that he, is that what happens here? So the guy the guy is called Mister Anderson. So you, again, I, I don't know whether whether the Matrix referred back to this uh, this episode, um, and and his second they're having an argument on the balcony of this hotel because she's saying you need to give me the raise that you've promised, and he's like yeah 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 yeah, and then and then the guy, the the night puncher or whatever we're calling him, sort of creeps up the steps <laughs> to this gurgling sound again, the gurgling soundtrack, and just. Pulls him off the balcony. And he dies but from that. When Garner says... Well, no, well, Garner says that they found a steak knife, didn't he? When they're saying, like, what's 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 there? He's like, oh, nothing, nothing just this 
the body in a steak knife. I missed that bit. I missed him getting stabbed. When it's all like fenced off and Craig goes to talk to him. Uh, I, no, he doesn't get stabbed. The night puncher at this point does not stab him. Just grabs him and throws him down the stairs. But then Garner says, we just found a body in a steak knife. That's it. Oh, so he drops a knife. <laughs> so he, for some reason, doesn't stab the guy, just leaves a knife. Just for the hell of it. <laughs> so I might get caught, but God damn it, it's my pattern. <laughs> I'm yeah. not straying from it now. <laughs> Except nobody knows about usually... it because we haven't discovered the other body yet. No. All we've had is one random punching attack. But everyone's worried about it. Do you reckon he's just using his own little knife set and he's going through like the size of the different knives? So soon he's going to bring his bread knife is the next one. Or he's, he's mislaid He's mislaid one of a set and he's just trying to get rid of them so he can get a new set. Maybe. I'm going to do the same oh. thing. I need a new set of knives. Um, yeah. I really can't see how this killed him. I thought it broke his neck. So he just dragged him over the edge and that's it. It's not like he lands on the beach. It's sand. <laughs> he does roll down the stairs first. Yeah. But I, I've got, unless, they were really, unless he was really unlucky because of the height, he probably would have survived that fall. Hundred percent, he would. <laughs> yeah, maybe a heart attack. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe, ran, maybe the killer ran down afterwards and stabbed him when he was on the floor or something. Do you see the killer on his little face again? You do, don't you? You do. Very briefly, his little very painted... quickly. You just see the footsteps, don't... don't you? Yeah, it's weird that they don't they don't focus on it more. They would have had to have paid you know more attention I mean? to the makeup then, though, wouldn't they? Rather than just <laughs> actually using shoe polish. He would have had to look a lot yeah. less shit if they like, concentrated a bit more. <laughs> Why didn't they just put him in a mask? I don't understand. I'm looking at him again. I don't understand their their choice of whatever they did. Have a mask. <laughs> oh God knows. But it's Craig bizarre. won't let this drop, really. Because this is Craig's no. baby now, isn't it? Because, as we know in Baywatch, the police don't do the police's job. The lifeguards do the police job. And so Craig is the the, the lead detective in this one. So he is definitely going to solve this solve this issue. And his main person he's going to go and speak to about it is Trevor, who we've not seen in this whole episode at all, but just yeah. happens to be having breakfast when he drives past. So he goes to talk to Trevor... Oh no! Actually, no. I've, I've skipped we've, a bit. Sorry. We've missed. We've missed we've, the murder. We've missed the murder. The we've missed the murder. Sorry. This is this is my bad notes. This is because Hastings has a meeting with a woman, Mary Porter, isn't it? This is where I get yeah. confused because because the woman that gets killed after this, I'm pretty convinced isn't this woman. Or yes. Is it this? No, woman? no. Completely different, but it's supposed to be that woman. Yes. Is it? Thank you. Yeah. So yes. it's supposed to be the secretary that he was that he was having. No, the no, 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 no. No, a bit later. Oh, Hastings right. Sorry, the senator. Anyone listening? This is how stupid and complicated this episode is. Nothing is introduced. Nobody makes any sense. Characters are just randomly dropped in with names that you can never remember. And this is why I'm struggling. <laughs> it's not. I've watched this three times, and I still have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I have no idea. I've had to read bios and blurbs and like longer ones. And I still don't get it. I genuinely watched it today, <laughs> and I still don't know. <laughs> so the senator has dinner with a woman, who is the woman who yes. gets murdered with the dog, despite looking absolutely nothing like each other. Is that yes. right? Yes. She looks nothing like the woman with the dog. <laughs> I, I was convinced, I was very confused why he was randomly picking a random woman who's walking her dog. See, I, um. I, I, you probably won't have 
won't have picked up on this, but I've but I in different 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 uh, scenes, I've been looking at the clothes that particularly right. the women wear and how they obviously the wardrobe mistress was having a bit of fun and saying right we need to make this particular point really obvious by the clothes that the women that they're wearing so the woman at dinner is wearing like yeah. a really glamorous big hat and lots of shoulder plaits and i've put very dynasty down you know she's mm. wearing a hat for dinner Collins, is like yeah. you know really posh but then the woman who is walking the dog she's wearing like this big long knitted cardigan that just doesn't look anything like the woman who was at dinner would wear and that's why we're, no. we're getting confused because she looks so completely different probably was a different woman they probably did, couldn't pay enough for the the um the original woman they filmed it on a different day and we'll just oh we'll just get any woman and we'll put her in a big cardigan and people won't notice it's it's so dark bad, no one will know yeah no one will notice <laughs> but exactly. yeah i i, I was so, like so, is that another person no it's actually it is the same person because is she was she the wife of the first guy who got murdered. No, I don't oh, think so. No, she was. She's the nurse of the. Oh yes, she, she's yes, the nurse, she's the isn't nurse. she? She yeah. was the nurse. Yeah, she, yeah, nurse she was the, the nurse. Yes, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I this imagine the nurse being younger. Is why you yeah. don't. <laughs> this children is why you don't write an episode and try and have a whole serial killer story, a very complicated one, that you get done up in 15 minutes of Baywatch. Don't do it. Any of you out there listening who are at film school, who want to be writers, do not try and cram a serial killer story into 15 minutes of a daytime show. Though you can't show any blood, you can't have any swearing, nothing is real. Go and watch Luther instead. That's much better. Anyway, right. (laughs) Anyway... So at this meal, they discuss that Victor's missing, right? They st- because Victor still hasn't been found by Jill. Yeah, yep. Jill's and find that, us a little uh, bit later. Yeah. Arnold Anderson's been murdered, so they have a theory that one of them's going to be next, right? And Victor, Victor is the building inspector, right? No, Victor was the guy on the boat. Yeah, but he was the building inspector that oh, signed yeah, off. Yeah, because yes, he was. Yeah. Who, who condemned the woman's house? Yeah. Yeah, he was the contractor. So Victor, the guy on the boat, was the guy that condemned the woman's house so that they could knock it down and build the hotel. Yes. How, why does a building inspector who presumably works for the council look like Hannibal Lecter and have a gun on his boat? What is What shady shit is he up to? <laughs> well, looking like Hannibal Lecter, he can't really help that, can he? True, true. Yeah, really. <laughs> Could not slick his could not slick his hair back in that way though. <laughs> he chooses that. <laughs> but why does he have a gun? Why does he live on a boat? What's going on? What building inspector? What what council does he work for? <laughs> At the beginning, I felt like he he knew someone was after him. That's why he had a gun, and like why he was hiding. But oh. I don't think that's ever explained, and it probably isn't right. My theory. No, you're probably right. Well, it makes more sense than what they've. If if he if he <laughs> what they've written if he's a uh, a dodgy building inspector who's taking bungs from from uh, corrupt politicians and building developments, he's going to have a lot of money. Hence, he can afford a boat and a gun, and a nice and boat. he's going to realise he's going to have annoyed a lot of people. So, I better. Uh... I I am worried about how much sense this is making to me compared to you, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> This Honestly. is why we need you on this show, Kate. This is... <laughs> woman with dog is same woman. Is Mary Porter. 
I just think about all the building inspectors that I've met because I used to work at the council in a, in the department that had building inspectors in it, and they all wore cardigans. <laughs> like this guy yeah. does not look like any building inspector I've ever seen. <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> I don't okay. think bribes happen so much in Aylesbury Vale District Council, though, so it's okay. <laughs> what was the hotel going to be called? Santa Monica Shores Hotel. Apparently, this was going to be called. I don't know if anyone picked that up. Are they in Santa Monica? I hope so. Otherwise, it's a bit misleading. <laughs> Is that near Malibu? I thought they were in Malibu. Are they not? I don't know. I, I don't know, Dave. It's all I'm California. Gonna look, I'm going to have to look up where Santa Monica <laughs> is compared to Malibu. Talk about Yeah. <laughs> oh, we will. Okay. So they're at a meeting. They discuss they might be hit off or some they might be found out. Hastings is quite convinced it's all going to be okay. At that point, I thought he was in it. Yeah. Bumping everyone else off. I still have that theory. And she was quite worried. Like like Kate said, she was very glamorous. She looked like Jones Collins or whatever. One of the Collins. Yeah. Joan Collins, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. There is another. There's Jackie as well, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. there is. Yeah, and she's an author though. So that's that scene quickly and done with he's pretty saying man up <laughs> but they're saying where is it they're saying that it must be garth and she said oh oh it must be garth it's, and the center of the guy says okay i've taken precautions and then you don't see any of the precautionary measures that he's put in place so they actually name the person at that point how have i missed this i've watched it three times <laughs> <laughs> so have i <laughs> I think I must have nodded off at this bit. <laughs> Why didn't they go to the police at that point? Because her dog needed walking, Dave. Can't just go to the police when your dog needs a poo. You've got to take him down the beach. <laughs> oh, yeah. They can't go to the police because they're the ones who have caused this. Oh, of course. They're the ones that have done it, haven't they? Yeah. They're the up senator, to their necks the in woman, it. It's the senator and the nurse. And they, they know who's coming after them because they've got a guilty conscience. I keep forgetting this woman's a bloody nurse. Right, so the nurse <laughs> is is who looked after Garth, or is it Garth or Gareth? Garth, Garth. isn't it? Garth, yeah. Garth's mum, who owned the property of where the hotel now is, right? But we don't find that out yet, because Craig has to figure all that out, doesn't he? Yeah, but that's like the last but one scene, isn't that's it? That's the last but bit, yeah. He explains that on the way to to Mitch on the way to the venue and I still didn't understand it and I I listened to it three times <laughs> and he twigs it because he sees Trevor doesn't he for breakfast at breakfast time and and Trevor says oh I saw I saw the senator with with the woman that got murdered and that's what twigs it for Craig that's how he figures it out although at that point Craig Craig goes obviously the beach is supposed to be deserted because this serial killer's about mm. even though he's called the night puncher so therefore not around in the day it's okay you can go to the beach in the daylight that's fine yeah but the beach is supposed to be deserted at this point and craig goes there's not even any surfers when actually behind him there's like 10 surfers in shot literally just mm. behind his head <laughs> there's no surfers there's no swimmers someone swims past like literally like everything he says it happens behind him um but that's the point where trevor who is the key to every episode, I think, is is coming becoming clear. Like Trevor always has the answer somewhere. He he tells him that he's he's seen them together, and that's when Craig kind of pulls it all together, doesn't he? And that that's after the woman's been killed. How does she die again? She gets stabbed in the back, right? Yeah, she does. Yeah, by above another steak does, knife. Yeah. 
I don't know. You can't really tell. <laughs> and and that's when you get that weird uh, shot of when the the creepy guy's trying to hide underneath the pier, isn't it? So that's All when right. you get the the same shot of him running away as you did when he punched Eddie. It's exactly the same shot. They just reuse it. So there's a oh, shot man. of him running away, running along the beach. It's exactly the same shot as after he punched Eddie. That's lazy. It is. It's very lazy. lazy. <laughs> At least I can understand how she died. Like a knife in the back. That would probably... Well, it would kill you, wouldn't it? It depends I, where it hit you, I guess. I don't really yeah. know. I don't know a lot about killing people, Dave, to be honest. Or knives in the back. All I've got is another wor- murder, another murder, woman walking with dog, and the strange sound again. Obviously, it didn't make very much of an impression of me. It was just... <laughs> There's the woman. She's dead. I think by this time we've de- we're desensitised to these murders. Craig and Eddie like... rushed to the scene, but oh, she's dead. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, because Gina says later that she saw them on the news. So obviously they were interviewed on the news for finding this, almost catching the killer. I don't know if they almost caught him. He just ran off. No, they they were like two <laughs> metres away and they put the spotlight on and they couldn't see anything. Yeah, I got Eddie, Eddie gets his torch <laughs> and just shines it into the car. Yeah, just shine it anywhere useful, just into the car that they've just exited. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> Bloody oh dear. Yeah, useless, useless. So I'm, I'm staying with it now. Okay, I'm with it. Okay, okay. So she's the nurse. Okay, so now he's got away again. The night puncher, the the killer, yeah. the, the the predator. Whatever we're, yeah, whatever we're calling him. She polished um, face. <laughs> yeah, and now there's going to be a, a, a the opening of the Santa Monica Hotel, isn't it? Yeah. So that and that and all that's left, yeah. all that's left is Hastings, correct? Yeah. Of the yeah. of the bad people, and this is where Craig, like you said, figures it out a bit, just about on time. Yeah, well, but I, I like the yeah. way that he figures it out, and it's not just us that are confused because Mitch is confused because Mitch literally goes. <laughs> It's the point where where Mitch totally overacts and just goes where like really loudly as Craig, Craig's leaving. It's like where are we going? Oh, calm down. Yeah, Mitch doesn't do a lot in this episode, does he? Mitch hasn't done okay. a lot in it, this series yet. He he does a lot. Well, he's not. He's, yeah, it's the very last bit. That's why you need Mitch for the very last bit for the yeah. save for the lifeguard save. So obviously, yeah. he, ah, it's only him who is able to do any lifeguarding saving, isn't it? That's why you need that's him. Otherwise, true, otherwise true. it could be just like murder she wrote. I totally forgot my favourite bit of this whole episode. Mike has a line. Mike does have a line. I was going to say that. Mike's the end, but first line. <laughs> he must have been doing so well. They're like, let's throw him a line. So Michael Newman, the uh, his actual name is Michael Newman, Kate in the series and and in real life, he's the um, he was he he's a real lifeguard and he's the he's the the stunt supervisor and stuff, isn't he, Rich? Pretty much. Yeah, he's the tall, bold guy with a tash who just whenever there's anything that actually needs to be done, really, then he does it. Okay. So any kind of jumping in the water off of boats, that kind of thing. You know, and they sometimes put wigs on people. Him. Yeah, sometimes they stick a wig on him and he pretends to be Mitch. <laughs> so Fantastic. when you see Mitch doing the jumping and the saving, that's probably Numi in a wig. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bless him. But yeah, he has a line. It's his first line in 10 episodes. And I can't... I've I, I just put, written down Mike Talks and I haven't written down what he said. <laughs> no, I've got the same thing. My talks! Exclamation mark! Something about mark. being handsome 
It was something about being handsome, I think. I can't remember what it was. Well, basically, yeah, yeah. it's something about that he, he wants guns. That's what Mike's asking for. He wants weapons to defend yeah. himself because they're, they're going out on night patrol. Yeah, with yeah. just their good looks to defend them, I think, is what he, was, what he says. I can't remember. But anyway, yeah. sorry, I've jumped us back there because that was ages ago that we should I should have mentioned that. But yeah, so Mitch and Craig go off to this party in the hotel, don't they? Because Craig has figured out what has happened is that the senator, the building inspector, go. the contractor and the nurse have all contrived together to con a woman out of her house because it's in a really expensive piece of real estate so that they could knock it down and build this hotel on top of it. And the per- and she then died, and the person killing them is her son. We got there. I mean, not at all convoluted. I'm barely sure that made sense. <laughs> did they kill the old woman? Yeah, well... Or did she die that, that, natural causes? That's left un- unsaid. It's, it's sort of neither here nor there. The fact is that she's out of the house and they've done her out of a load of money. Because they get her to sign a will or something, I guess. Or, uh... I think because the building inspector said the house was unfit and it was condemned. So she couldn't sell it. Oh, and then they bought it for... Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know how the system works in America, but maybe it just goes to kind of auction or something. And yeah, God knows. But they got it for a, they got it for a steal anyway. Literally a steal. And that angered Garth. Yeah, not because his mother died, but because of the money. <laughs> so <laughs> let's be clear, Garth is not a good guy. <laughs> he, he was upset because of the money that he was conned out of, not because of his mum dying. <laughs> So that leads to a shoot, well, kind of a shootout, a very impressive shootout. When yeah, so completely changes his modus operandi, doesn't he? So he'd been very stabby yeah. up till now, but then turns up at the party with a gun to shoot the senator. That's new. Do you think oh. the gun oh, is Oh, I know what gun? you're thinking. Yeah, it's the gun from the boat. He took it yeah. with him. No wonder they 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 frozen it for so long. Oh. Look at you, people can't see me and Rich looking at each other going. <laughs> Bing. I mean, literally a light bulb. Li- literally. <laughs> That's someone else's gun. <laughs> Kate's just nodding along like she knew that all the time. And no, like, I had I hadn't it. picked it up. I was still pondering why they why he's changed from uh, shady murdering to full-on public but this is this is the the escalation bit of a serial killer isn't it this is this is the final bit this is i'm going to get the senator so i'm going to do it in public and i'm going to go down in a blaze of glory except i'm gonna just shoot loads of things loads of it you know i'm gonna be a really poor shot because it's going to be across a crowded room and then i'm gonna kidnap gina and and shove oh. take her off to the boatyard which they happen to be near which yes. isn't anywhere near the hotel but actually it's just around the corner no but that's what that's why they go for the sewer oh yes oh. i've forgotten about the Shortcut. sewer, the sewer. Yeah. right getting back to so in episode one in the pilot episode gina gets kidnapped and we said when we had a new Gina come into it, because there was a different actress played Gina back in the pilot, mm-hmm. and we said we don't think this Gina would be would be kidnapped so easily. Oh, how wrong we were! I was how so wrong absolutely annoyed with up... like, come on, no girl. resistance. <laughs> like kick him or something, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Literally nothing. She was easier to kidnap if anything. They go- they're going through the through the drains aren't they and then they have to climb up onto a pipe and crawl along and does she follow him 
Or, or, so she's like, all yeah. right, yes, I'll just, I'll just follow you. He's not even got hold of her at that point. <laughs> if anything, stopped. he's trying to get away from her. <laughs> I got down here... Uh, ni- 1980s slash 90s female lead character can't even rescue herself. No. Well, it's a female <laughs> right. in Baywatch at this point. Yeah. I'm afraid that's how that's how the rest of the series is gone. Yeah. Maybe she just wanted to get away from Eddie. I mean, he gets punched again. <laughs> um, he's opening it. Been a dickhead. Um, I do have a question how the night puncher got into that venue because he's still all blacked up with his skull and mask crossbow and he's still... You'd pick him out if he tried to walk in, wouldn't you? Like, doesn't he, doesn't yeah, he come yeah. stairs or something? As though he's come down from the roof? Or am I making that up? Because there's definitely a bit of a shootout around the corner by some stairs. Yeah. God knows. Maybe. Again. Maybe the bouncers are just like, yeah, go on. Yeah, it's fine. There's not enough people here anyway. It's all right. Entertainment. <laughs> but I've, I've got I've got here. So where... Why aren't police there? Because it's a senator. <laughs> He needs protection. Yeah, but, get, yeah. Yeah, but the, the police should the police should be there, shouldn't they? Yeah. But they're not. <laughs> I know they're not. Oh, That's why I put where the police. <laughs> don't be silly, Dave. The police don't do anything in Malibu. It's the lifeguards. Yeah, the lifeguards are there. We know this. <laughs> the lifeguards are there. You don't need police. <laughs> Garner's got a, th- a file this thick that says lifeguards solved the crime. <laughs> Yeah, when when uh, when Craig passes that information on to Garner earlier about this is why this has happened, Garner goes, "Oh, nice work." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thanks for doing my job. Thanks. Cheers. <laughs> so anyway, Gina gets hideously kidnapped again. Put and yep. doesn't put up a fight, and it's really disappointing. And I'm very, very, I'm just disappointed with Gina right now. I'm just wholeheartedly disappointed. So they they get on the boat. And then they get on the 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 the, uh, the night puncher guy's boat, which is kind of dry docked, and then it somehow unhooks from its dry dock and splashes into the sea. Is it someone gets shot? It releases it? Yeah. Someone gets shot. Yeah. Oh, so Thank someone you. gets shot. Yeah. Yeah. And it splashes into it the does. sea, and, and at that the... point they all yeah, jump they all, off. Yeah, Mitch so right, dives They all in, jump off the boat. Yeah, and the criminal just lets himself get rescued, just like Gina just lets herself get. Uh, but get, why? Get, kidnapped why don't they stay on the boat why do they jump off <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a boat this doesn't make any sense it can go like, in the water <laughs> just like just stay on the boat <laughs> doesn't make any sense at all and yeah oh. Kate's right Mitch jumps in saves the day and in true Baywatch fashion he, he's bundled into a police car saying, oh, and I would have got away with it if it wasn't for you pesky lifeguards. He doesn't say a word the whole episode. That poor actor no, no. doesn't get any dialogue. So so we, we assume that he's upset about the money rather than the mother being uh, yes. um, being conned out of their house. Yes. But we I but think. we don't we don't hear from him himself. And we never will, Kate. That'd be the last it's ever mentioned. Yeah. Uh, well, I did like the uh, like the very last moment. Did we talk about the the last moment the the uh, the freeze frame yet? No, but go ahead. What, what, what was it this time? Was it, it them was, all hugging? It was no. It was Mitch and Craig after the like post life saving episode where they're just sort of toweling off or, or or standing there having their cup of tea or whatever they do at the end after they've uh, saved somebody's life, and they're they're sharing a moment because Garner goes, "Oh, you just can't get enough of it, can you?" As if to to reference that the only point of this being 
uh, Baywatch is the whole lifeguarding, life-saving bit. Yeah. Um, everything else that that's the that's the USP of this series. So so we've got to have some of it in there. <laughs> and then and then God. and then they just and then Mitch and and, uh, and Craig just just look at each other, just laughing, sort of go, well, yeah. And that's the freeze frame. Well, that's the real romance of this whole series so far, is Mitch and Craig. But yeah, that's that's not the worst freeze frame. Um, but that's pretty much it for that story. I think I understand it now. All I had to do was watch it three times oh, and then discuss it for an hour. And then I finally made... I made... I understand. I'm glad Brilliant. it made sense Thank to you, you. Dave, because I'm still baffled. I'm not going to lie. I, I had a bit of a problem with the boatyard scene, though. Why is that? Why? <laughs> Just... I had to look at I had to freeze frame this and go back to it several times but the the chase through the boatyard so the first shot is when Gina and the criminal the the Garth guy is uh is it's at ground level and it's they're coming through the boats and then the second shot is of Mitch and uh and Craig chasing them but it's it's exactly the same shot (laughs) that it's like it's like they're running but they they're, they're meant to have gone through it twice. It's like that old um, film effect oh, right, where they've yeah, just yeah. got a screen behind them that's rotating, and it and it. I think they're meant to have gone further distance, but haven't. It wouldn't surprise me. The the budget on these things are just ridiculous. As in, they're not much. Do you reckon the end was rushed a bit? Yeah, they just sort of got out of run out of puff, didn't they? All the exciting stuff had happened. I think they put too much uh, emphasis in those montages with Eddie and Gina. Yeah. So, is there anything you want to add to the, uh, the to the way that ended, Rich, in the uh, the boat? No, yard? I just like the. I just, I just think you're right. You know, the 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 real romance here is between Mitch and Craig, and and Garner, who's their new their new meat in their sandwich. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's lovely, really, that you know, in in back in the in the early nineties, that this kind of relationship could be shown on on daytime TV. You know, I think it's I think it's lovely. <laughs> I really like it when the three of them have banter. Uh, how Gardner, Craig, and Mitch have banter. I really enjoy those parts of the of the episodes. It's I just them... Gardner and Craig having banter, though, isn't it? And Mitch repeating some things. Like Mitch never, Mitch is terrible at banter. He's just not good at it at all. It's just—it's always Craig and Garner, and then Craig, Mitch goes, Mitch goes, yeah, or no, or yeah, that's it. <laughs> my, I think my favourite storyline, because it's so hideous, is the Eddie and Gina storyline, and it's just so awkward. That I think it might be the best thing I've ever seen on Baywatch, not not ever seen ever, just on Baywatch. Well, like we said earlier, he's got wisdom teeth problems, and it it goes from there, doesn't it? I think I understand this storyline, surprisingly, out of the three of them. <laughs> so Mitch sends him to a dentist. Well, he won't. He won't go. He won't go to the dentist <gasps> because he's scared. And Craig yeah. says through the door, "Well, it's nothing compared to what you went through at rookie school." And I've got here, well, what the hell did they subject him to at rookie school that was worse than taking your wisdom teeth out? We've watched an episode called Rookie School now. We know what's happened to rookie school. They have to swim around a few boys in the ocean and come back again, (laughs) it seems. It doesn't seem that tough, rookie school. And it's like a a weekend. It wasn't even like 
training to be a policeman or it takes like weeks and weeks and weeks or whatever. This is two days of swimming and then you pass, apparently. So Craig lied to Eddie then. So, you know, yes, he, he is. He's well within his rights to get off with his wife. Well, Craig, yeah. Well, Craig, as uh, Eddie's <laughs> stepdad, how it works. Figure, <laughs> I don't know where to go. But we've got, I but... think what makes this all worse is that, that Craig and Gina are basically Eddie's parents, aren't they? Right? They're basically, yes. <laughs> is that why in the bio it's, it's the Oedipal wet dream thing? Yeah. Because that, in sense, I, I don't know why, because in sense, that is a theory of Freud or something. I had to look it up because my missus was like, that's just weird. Uh, is when it's you Greek mythology, mom, isn't it, Oedipus? Yeah, you fancy your mum and you want to kill your dad or something. Yeah. It's Hamlet, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then none of that really relates to this episode, does it? Well, At no point does... Gina is being a bit motherly to him because so when he comes back from the dentist, he's all like, oh, I'm all really dopey because I've had so much painkillers and gas and air and what have you. And she puts him to bed, which is still the mattress on the floor. And she starts mm-hmm. going on about soup. I'm going to get you some soup. <laughs> and it's at this point that he starts having this real fantasy about, about her. And yeah, so yeah. so the whole mother thing, I must get you some soup and I'll put you to bed. That And then... Because no, no girlfriend has... or wife or friend would do that. It's got to be a motherly figure, apparently. I can well, see we the know cutaways. Mess- he's had quite a messed up childhood, though. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God yeah. Eddie has had a messed up childhood. We know that. So, you know, maybe that's this. But yeah, Dave's put in the face because now Dave is thinking about the sexy Gina cutaway shots, which are, again, just, just hideously awkward. <laughs> very 80s they're so 80s i I don't think this is the 90s but those shots are so 80s it's all big hair and like (laughs) you love this bit yeah i love love this bit because of the is it because it's big hair and soft focus well no not that bit it's the it's the it's the clothes bit so in the not in the normal everyday where she's talking about soup gina is is wearing clothes that are quite innocent so she's wearing this t-shirt and uh, and shorts with and she's got like suspender braces on you know not the not the yeah, stockings yeah. but the you know uh, keeping your belt up kind of thing and this big hat which is like a 19th century spanish priest's hat it's like got a big it's really close fitting to the hair and then really big broad brim so it's really innocent and then she turns into this vamp with the big hair and the off the shoulder and the yeah. big big earrings and it's oh it looks like like a van halen like music video or something yeah bon jovi like <laughs> yeah and it's like it's just like this is we've we've got to make it really obvious that this is not normal gina <laughs> this is sexy gina this is sexy gina this is a dream this is not how she would be in normal times except later on when she's at the big party she is wearing that dress and that big hair so oh yeah Good point. Can I admit something? I didn't realise until the end that I always thought he thought it was a dream and he was just awkward about it because he's dreamt about his best mate, dad's wife, like that. It's only until the end that I realised that he actually thought it actually happened. Well, that's why he looks so petrified whenever Craig comes near him and and when they have to go off on this 24-hour night shift and he, he goes in and says, oh, I, can I be in anybody else's car than, than Craig's? And they go, oh, why? Well, I get it. Like, oh, no, no, no reason. I get it now, but at the time, I was very confused. But I'm also very stupid, it seems, because I couldn't get the other storyline. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, no, Dave, you're not. No, that, I, I, can, I didn't get the other storyline either. I did get the fact that Eddie thought they had actually slept together, though. I didn't. I didn't. Oh well, you're you're one um, step behind in front of me. But I, it's because I, you haven't had your wisdom teeth out. That's why. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really like. I really like the idea of Gina then wearing the outfit of the party. Like that's, I think that's yeah, brilliant. that's really. So it's an actual outfit. I didn't, I didn't notice that, but that, that's that's incredible. Um, if it, if it's what, not the same dress, I, it's sort of the same look. But I would be surprised that they'd have invested in the dress for one scene and then not used it again. Is it noticing how cheap they are with the montages? <laughs> yeah, and talking of montages, we have to discuss this montage because this is the most awkward, horrible piece of acting I think I've I've seen in a long time. Eddie is just. Billy Warlock, if you're listening to this, Billy Warlock, this is terrible. <laughs> like, if if you went to acting school, ask for your money back because this is <laughs> awful. Like, what were you thinking? Like, I mean, Christ. I have questions about like, this sequence. Doesn't everyone? I would be surprised <laughs> if you didn't have questions, Dave, to be honest. Like, essentially, it's quite a nicely. I mean, it's a nicely thought of scene, isn't it? It, it demonstrates that, that everywhere that Eddie looks, Gina is what he's thinking of because she's on his mind because of the, the dream that he's had, the hallucination that he's had. Hmm. Like he's constantly thinking about her, and that's fine. That's a, that's a nice, you know, that's a, a fair enough thing to do. And this montage attempts to to kind of like demonstrate that he's seeing her everywhere, but yet his reactions to that are like. I don't know. It's, at one point, he just kind of goes, "Oh, you," you know, in a kind of like, yeah, like "What is that reaction in this? <laughs> Where? Why? <laughs> what, I, I want to know why he follows them. Like he he spots the Gina lookalike or whatever it is, and he goes towards them. Like, and then he follows them for a while. And I think, well, just stay away, mate. It's a I don't understand. And yeah, and yeah, when the when they turn round, none of them look anything like Gina whatsoever. No. <laughs> No, I mean it's, it starts off, and the what, the person he thinks is Gina is blonde. <laughs> like it's like she could look any less like Gina if she tried. Oh, <laughs> I mean, uh, he's got it bad. He's got it bad at this point. But it's just his reactions are just so off. Like they just make it so awkward. But th- this 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 is after he has the the um bit in the kitchen where he's overhearing Craig and Gina talking about the murder um, uh, the, the the contractor and whether he was having it yeah. off with the secretary and he thinks yeah. they're talking he thinks they're talking about Gina and Eddie having the having it off and then and then the bit where Eddie drops his um, he burns his foot by dropping the coffee on it and Gina um, nurses <laughs> him again so then he's got it really bad and he has this big montage oh yeah Oh, oh dear. God. Yeah. Well, and, and, and of course, this this goes on through the whole episode, doesn't it? Of, of essentially Eddie shitting himself that Craig's going to kill him. They really drag it uh, out for sleeping with Gina, not understanding why Gina is un- totally unaffected by this, and also being like torn in half that he's somehow attracted to his mother figure, <laughs> um, who is all, all of about five years older than him, by the way. Yeah. Like, Again, I've been looking up how old people were, so I was doing it with with Shorty and the the other guy, and so I thought I'd I'd look up how old Eddie is. So Billy Warlock, who plays Eddie, is the same age as Jill. <laughs> like they're both like thirty in this episode. Well, you can tell 
Eddie's not 18 or whatever he's meant to and be. And he's supposed it's to be ridiculous. 19, isn't he, Eddie? He's uh, yeah. 20, 28, 29, yeah. And Jill's, Jill's 30. David Hufflepuff is 37, so younger than I am now, which I found really depressing. Oh, man. Yeah, he looks older really than... Depressing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was my thought as well. He, it can't possibly be, be, old, be younger than me because he must look much older than I am. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's, that's science. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, so how old is yeah. how old is, how, yeah, how old is the guy yeah. that plays Craig? What's the age difference between Craig oh, and he's, Gina? He's much older, but I couldn't find a I couldn't find a birth date for him. Really? Oh, um, yeah, he's about he's about ten years older, I think, than Gina. Parker Stevenson. Yeah, he's he was like I don't know, I can't remember, but yeah, he's he's a bit older. He is a bit older, isn't he? Yeah, but not much older than than Eddie in real life. I think. Um, okay, but yeah, older than Gina. So Eddie and Gina are essentially kind of like the same age in 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 real life. You can kind of tell as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just that Eddie's obviously quite tiny and got a tiny little face, isn't he? So he looks like a, a, a lot boy of child. And can't do his buttons on his shirt. But then, at, no. <laughs> no, no. He's, in, in the montage, he's walking, walking around with, the, with his, his shirt unbuttoned. Well, they want to show off that they've shaved his uh, chest. Eddie's fashion sense. <laughs> <laughs> We comment on this quite frequently, don't we, Dave? That Eddie's fashion shirt sense is terrible. Like yeah. every shirt he wears is somehow ill-fitting. Like they they either like stop at his midriff or they're three times too big for him. Like it it just has no idea what he's doing. So the the fact that he didn't do his buttons up has just passed me by because it's just normal now. It's just Eddie. It's just, just can't do clothes. <laughs> so where does that where does that but story at the party, go? Oh yeah, Gina gets kidnapped. Then. Eddie kind of confronts her, doesn't he? Or have, have, I, have I missed a bit? I've missed the. I, I just wanted to talk about the um, the first aid that Gina administers to Eddie when he drops his drops the coffee on his foot. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> so he's in. So this is the um, the morning after the murder at the hotel of the contractor, and Eddie and G, uh, Gina and Craig are talking in the bedroom, having watched the news about it. Um, Eddie's listening to them, and he's got the coffee pot from the percolator, and I can't remember what what this is but he he just he feels uh, nervous about it and he and he drops the coffee pot on his foot mm. so uh so he burns it and then craig goes off to to work having spent ages putting a shirt and tie on and in the next scene he's just got his lifeguard shirt shorts on um and and craig <laughs> so happens a lot. <laughs> he leaves he leaves eddie in gina's capable hands of which eddie's going oh no i can't possibly oh and uh and and gina goes oh i'll get the butter and craig goes no no ice works better Butter? Butter? Yeah. Butter? What are you going to do? Fry some bacon on it or something? But yeah, in what universe is butter a better remedy than ice? This is this is why like, this is oh why they have dear. problems in America is because butter is the solution to everything. <laughs> that is a great spot. Yeah. Oh so dear. so she, she touches him and he runs off. Butter. She, so she she touches him and tries to administer first aid to him and he just runs off like a scared teenager into uh, into his bedroom. There's so many times Eddie and Gina could have had a chat about this when Craig wasn't around. It's bizarre. It takes the whole episode to get to that point when they have the conversation at a party, not in private. But Dave, it's Baywatch. No one ever talks to each other. Ninety percent of Baywatch wouldn't happen if people actually talk to each other. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> all of the drama—I say drama in inverted commas—all of the drama of Baywatch is because people don't actually communicate with each other. 
and it's not just Baywatch. It annoys me with a lot of TV programs. Actually, a lot of so-called dramas that I watch would be would be nothing if people actually spoke to each other. But yeah, Baywatch is worse. I just it's, want to let you know just... that Baywatch isn't classified as drama. It's action, adventure, and crime. That's his categories. Even so, <laughs> it has drama in it. <laughs> well, it tries. It does try. Yeah. Oh dear. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. It does the butter. They go to the the party. Does the butter? Does, yeah. does the butter? Go to the party. That's the line of the night. Does the butter? Craig opens up that about what he thought happened. Gina denies it, which is quite right because it didn't happen. Craig is still very confused and is still convinced. Right? You mean Eddie? Oh God, Eddie. Oh. <laughs> But it's at this point that she gets kidnapped. This episode's taken its toll. Oh, and then she gets kidnapped and it's ended. Is there any any other scenes? Is there a bit in the... Yeah, so after after Gina's been rescued, is it... I can't remember whether they're sitting in the back of an ambulance or what have you, but they have the conversation where she goes, it didn't happen, it's fine. And she just teases him like, uh, like, oh, oh, you. Yeah. Bless bless your little cotton socks. You wish. More or less. I think I'd, I'd be I'd be really freaked out if somebody said they they remembered sleeping with me when it absolutely would never have happened. Be like, uh, I want you out of my house, mate. Yeah, he must have woken up fully dressed though, surely from his. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how it works. Harry, this lots of lots of pain medication. Yeah, but then she doesn't have yeah, matters like... by by kissing him on the cheek. Yeah. What's that? That is weird, yeah. Adding a little bit that of a flirt at the end. Yeah, so so you never know. It might happen in the future. Oh, so that was go- that's going to be my next question. Do you reckon it might happen? Well, uh, I doubt it. Uh. I doubt it, because Baywatch is not that sophisticated. And, of course, this episode will be completely forgotten by the next one. Yeah. So no story ever continues. But, yeah, I mean... No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's just... A, there's no point. It's not going to happen. Why are we talking about it? <laughs> It's never going to happen. I did find out a fact today, though. Billy Warnock, Warnock. and Erica... Uh, yep, yep. Uh, were engaged. What? So, Shawnee and Eddie, in real life, were engaged. So, no wonder there's chemistry. I am Ooh. clicking. I say, I say, again, chemistry in inverted commas, because there is a slight amount of chemistry hidden by terrible acting. <laughs> but... <you know. laughs> Maybe, a... maybe they were just so being they did... method actors because yeah, they, they didn't go through with the maybe. wedding. Then. Well, they really stretched it out. No, they didn't get married. They didn't get married. They were engaged, but they never got married. So maybe because the series got cancelled, <laughs> they were like, "Oh well, don't need to do this method acting anymore. We've been sacked." <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. You're right. In '93. Yeah, I know. What a, See, what actual a chemistry. <laughs> wow. I've got to ask, guys, did you enjoy this episode? Was this one you liked? Where would this rank for you, Rich? Let's start with you, Rich, because you've sat through the same amount as I've sat through. This episode is above... It's it's above any of the episodes of Hobie in. That's not hard. But not quite as good as, like, Jill's episode, I don't think. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's top of the middle, probably, for me. Like, the first time I watched it, I quite enjoyed it. And then the second, the next couple of times I watched it, it just started to annoy me a little bit more at each time. But that maybe that's every episode of Baywatch. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I normally only try and watch the episode once, 
but because we've been kind of yeah building up to this one for a while i've kind of watched it a, a few times yeah and i just found that it grated on me by the end but yeah it's definitely better than any episode with hobie in yeah what about you kate um i think because i've only watched it once and this is the only episode of baywatch i've actually watched in the last 20 years <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed it for what it was a bit of escapism from real life um but i yeah. think if I, if i had actually watched it more than once i just got really annoyed there is no no plot here well there is plot this storyline but <laughs> the the way it moves from part to part you know plot line it just there's no sophistication in here at all so it's not really engaging yeah. compared to um compared to some of the storylines that you would see now it's just it's just fluff and even even yeah. on the fluff that you get on netflix or iplay or whatever it is that fluff is even more is is more sophisticated than this stuff. So um, yeah, yeah, I, I I enjoyed it because it was silly and they seem to be doing a bit more tongue in cheek at themselves. But nineteen eighties nineties politics, I I I got frustrated with with some of the stuff in there. Yeah, I agree with you. I think this is an episode of kind of a missed opportunities. Yeah, and we've said that a lot recently. I think is that actually the premise is is rather good. Yeah, and the premise could be really could be really good. If if only you had someone, to, well, I don't know if it's a decent writer, decent director, I'm, I'm not sure, but someone to actually pull this together in a way that makes sense and stop doing three stories for Christ's sake, like you don't have enough time to do one justice, let alone three. Yeah, yeah. You know, we said this in the last episode that they essentially tried to cram in, you know, a, a domestic abuse story into a kind of comedy Hobie story, and it just jars horrifically yeah and this one again today is like two comedy stories and then a serial killer i mean <laughs> jesus christ these things do not go together <laughs> I don't, I don't, oh. well i, I think it's, no. it's going to lead on quite nicely to next week's episode tell you the title i'm going to read Ooh. the bio because this again it sounds like a, a pretty decent premise and kate might be able to think oh yeah i might want to watch that one so it's called shelter me and it's, here it is. During a violent tropical storm, two escaped convicts shoot Gardner and leave him to die. They then break into the Baywatch headquarters and take everyone there hostage. Captain Thorpe tries out for the radio... Sorry, this is a completely different storyline. Captain Thorpe tries out for a radio surf reporter. So again... Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, that that's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting that last line. <laughs> <laughs> that intrigues me, actually. Yeah, that yeah, sounds like a good. Yeah, intrigues me enough to sort of watch it, but maybe give up after ten minutes when I think, "Oh, screw this." <laughs> yeah. Well, we've committed to it now. Yeah, okay. we're in. Yeah, and what we've discovered over the last ten episodes is the best thing about Baywatch is the theme tune. <laughs> you can essentially watch the credits. Don't bother with the rest. <laughs> and the credits is four minutes long, or whatever it is. So. <laughs> Yeah, because there's always a montage after it anyway, so... That's <laughs> ten minutes right there. <laughs> but yeah, can't wait until next week. I, I'm quite excited about next week, only because if it, it sounds like it could be good, and if it's not good, it's least at least going to be horrific enough that we've got a lot to talk about. Mm. So it'll be a, it'll be a good episode to, ch- to tune into. And yeah, I mean, it, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. But if you want to know a bit more about the, about the show, about the podcast uh, and what we do, or if you just like Baywatch GIFs and you want us to 
see some more Baywatch gifts, then just follow us on social media. You can join us on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Twitter's a bit more entertaining because Dave writes that one, yeah. um, and it's not just me posting me posting gifts all the time. Michael Newman um, gifts. But if you, if that's your sort of thing, yeah, I love a Newman gift. <laughs> <laughs> So, but yeah, follow us on follow us on Facebook. We're the Baywatch Pod, um, or at Baywatch Pod if you're on on Twitter, and obviously subscribe to us on your favourite streaming service. Give us a like, give us some fi- five stars. We don't do this for the ratings, clearly, um, but uh, if you if you do want to do, to help us out by giving us some stars and some likes and stuff, that that would be very nice. We'd re- very much appreciate it. <laughs> So, Kate, how was your experience as a guest on our terrible podcast? I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed actually watching an episode forensically and uh, and trying to pick out all the really stupid, daft things and, uh, and and commenting on it. It's a new experience for me, but I yeah, I really enjoyed it. So, thank you very much for having me on. Well, you can definitely come back. Thank you very much. Absolutely, yeah. Come and be our like our like fashion consultant and tell us what all the clothing means. <laughs> Because that, that's been a real eye-opener today. Yeah, yeah that's really good. <laughs> so, thank you. Thank you, Kate. You're welcome. Thank you, Rich. Cheers, mate. Uh, and thank you. And thank you from me. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs>